0: Dudes, welcome back to Previously Gifted. I'm so sorry that my episode is late. I am trying to post around Monday and it's Thursday, so I've done really well. But I have been uh, traveling and I just got back to New York like two days ago, so I'm getting back on my grind, but I appreciate your patience. Also, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, have you noticed the upgrade? I'm very excited. We, um, we as an I... We, as in the podcast also, (laughs) and the patrons, we invested finally in a ring light, so my lighting will be less shitty. Um, The past podcast videos, I was recording with Nathan's GoPro, and I messed up the settings because it ended up looking so bad, and it wasn't the GoPro's fault, it was my fault. So sorry about those past videos. Uh, The future ones will look better, and as always, I'm working on the angles because it's like The microphone is straight in front of my face, but I have to film it from the side so that you can see me, so hope you enjoy, and if you guys are listening on uh, the podcast app or wherever else you're listening to this, maybe SoundCloud. Hope you enjoy. Um, I'm also going to be trying out different segments to not tire myself out too much. I really need to work on, like, my pacing, (laughs) Because I I don't want to talk too slowly because I feel like I talk slowly when I'm trying to still formulate my ideas, and then it ends up being like just very, very slow pace of conversation. So sometimes I talk too fast, and then I run out of air, and then I'm sitting here breathing weirdly, and I don't want to do that to you guys. Not like right in your ears. So anyway, I'm very excited to be back, and today I think I'm going to talk about... Oh, quite a couple of things. Let's uh, turn the page on those notes. I am gonna be talking about the Logan Paul situation, even though it's kind of old news now. It's been a few days. That means it's, you know, it's done. It's the internet, but I think it's worth talking about. And I've, uh, I've been watching, you know, a lot of commentary videos about it. I've been reading a lot of articles about it. And I just think it brings up a lot of interesting issues that are relevant to YouTube and social media and all of that jazz. Uh, Before I get started, though, gotta do a shout-out to my patrons. Big, big, big shout-out to my permanent sponsors on Patreon, who are Joni and Elizabeth W. Elizabeth's Instagram and Twitter are at LizW206, and I still don't have Joni's information, so Joni, come through. You're a sponsor, dude. You're a permanent member of this podcast, and I would like to share your social media. For those of you who want to check them out. So please uh, check out Liz. Uh, make sure you guys look at her Instagram. Also shout out. We have two new patrons. So shout out to Jalen. I wish your name was pronounced Jalen, Like J-Apostrophe-Alan. But I assume it's Jalen. And then Jasmine Torres. Shouts out. And thank you guys so much for becoming patrons. If you guys are interested in supporting the podcast. And me and all of this. Go to patreon.com slash previously gifted. What else do we have? Sorry for all the note turning. I finally have reunited with my notebook. I didn't bring it on vacation and it drove me crazy because I need to write everything down, even if it's nonsense. So I'm like, I'm really excited. And as always, I just like steadily have this pen in my hand um, just in case I need to write something, you know, or shake it about. So, again, sorry for the sounds. Or maybe you're welcome if it's some nice form of ASMR. Um, Speaking of Patreon, though, if you are a $5 and up patron, I will shout out your social media. And I would like to go through and, like, roast you guys and or compliment you. So, let me know. But Liz wants another promotion uh, for her Instagram. Again, at Liz, L-I-Z-W. Two o six. Check her out on IG, I already followed her, she has great posts. She asked me a question, so I'm going to answer it. (laughs) Out of all the places you've lived in your life, which is your favorite? And I saw this and at first I was like, well, I don't want to talk about France again. Um, (laughs) Have I mentioned that I studied abroad, en France? But surprisingly, I actually would like to talk about um, Orange County, dude. I just got home from the holidays. I spent like two weeks with Nathan. Um, if you've listened to the last few podcast episodes, you know. Um, so we <laughs> we went to Arizona. We were hanging out with my sister and her boyfriend and they were all so excited to meet Nathan. Everybody when they met Nathan was like, I feel like I already know you. Hey man, like hugging him. I was like, this is so cute. And he was so nervous. Um, and then we spent Christmas at my grandma's house And it was wonderful. And then we went to California uh, for the second week. And we had a couple Airbnbs and we did all the touristy things going around Hollywood, LA. And then Nathan and I spent a day going back down to Orange County, in case I haven't mentioned that a million times. Now you know, I'm from South Orange County, um, TBT to like Laguna Beach, the hills. Lauren Conrad, LC, (laughs) those are pretty much my old stomping grounds, so uh, it was really fun to take Nathan there, but oh my god, dude, even after just a week in LA, I wanted to die a little bit, um, just because driving is so terrible, Um, we were driving around with my sister and Geo, and then they left, and we rented a car, and just LA traffic is absolutely insane. And I'm so scared of unprotected left turns. Anybody, can you relate? Um, (laughs) When you have to wait for oncoming traffic and then go? Because in LA, traffic is nonstop. So the traffic keeps coming and then the lights turning yellow and red and you're still trying to turn. So you pretty much have to run a red every time you make a left turn in LA, fun fact. Um, and and you know, going everywhere takes so much longer than you expect. We spent so much time just in traffic because it's like, okay, we're gonna go from Hollywood to Silver Lake. That's gonna take 30 to 45 minutes. Oh, we have to drive all the way back to buy Venice. Nope. <laughs> so that's that's good times. But back to this question. Um, going back down to Orange County made me think about, how nice it is there dude driving there okay you're driving down (laughs) this is very california you're driving down the 405 and as soon as it transitions from la county to orange county oh my god the freeway widens and it's all smooth and i'm like wow this is so nice um and just like driving in the suburbs what's better than that young people everybody i think everyone can relate honestly um going home for the holidays and being like wow like i'm from such a safe clean and like simple place you know (laughs) it really made me appreciate it um so I guess it's fair to say that my hometown is still the favorite place uh that I've lived of course I did love France but that was you know for a shorter amount of time and it was just different also I did enjoy New Orleans but whatever and then as far as here um (laughs) we're currently experiencing our first blizzard what are they calling this a blow cyclone, I don't think that's right, bomb cyclone, bomb cyclone, I'm like, that bomb bomb cyclone though, um, yeah, yesterday we had to stock up, because we had no food after getting back from vacation, so we had to stock up on groceries, and it was like it was the apocalypse, we went to Trader Joe's and Stop and Shop, and it, oh my god, it was insane, people are crazy, like, around the holidays, everyone's all freaking out, it's so busy and everyone's like literally buying out everything at the store. Like Trader Joe's was half empty because people are preparing for this blizzard. Um, it looks pretty nice. I'm not planning on going outside for the next day or so. (laughs) So luckily I have lots of indoor work to do. Anyway, great times. Great laughs. Let's get into this Logan Paul situation, okay? (sighs) When I saw this, I was at I was at the airport. We were heading home. So I was like in line for security and it first came up like in tweets and you know people were talking about it. I was like, "What is the sitch?" And then it was trending on Twitter. Um so, in case you don't know, Logan Paul, one of the Paul brothers, the the uh, infamous or famous, whatever, big old guys on YouTube. How do you even describe them, you know? Like I'm trying to think of like how to accurately describe them, but it's like either you hate them and you're like, dude, they just create crash trash content, crash content, everybody, or you're like their audience who was like 12 probably. Um, <laughs> that kind of was reminiscent of me being in like middle school and high school, and everyone older than me would call me like 12. So I'm sorry if I offended anyone who's also been victimized by being called like 12. But I think Logan and Jake Paul's audience is literally mostly actual 12-year-olds. So anyway, <laughs> if you were a fan of Logan Paul, you would call him an artist, and you know, the king of an empire, Logang. It's, it's, it's cringy, but I'm also 22 years old, so I'm not the target demographic, even though Logan is the same age as me. Anyway, <sighs> Logan Paul posted a video um, in a forest in Japan that is widely known as a suicide forest, where people go to attempt or, um, die by suicide, and he films a vlog there with a couple friends, apparently trying to, like, be spooked out, like, going there, you know, with the, with the view of, like, a ghost hunt, something spooky, they were gonna camp there, apparently, um, And then they find a dead body, and he films the dead body and just blurs out the face. But, like, uh, if you want to know more about it, you know, read all these articles and things. If you look on my Twitter, I've retweeted some good stuff uh, in the past few days. Other people have already said, like, everything that needs to be said. And that's why I don't usually like to talk about things that, like, get so much attention like that. Because I'm like, honestly, everybody else has already said it way better than I can. But... Um, it just still blows my mind. Yeah, there's there's so many aspects of it that are so incredibly ridiculous and horrifying. Um, okay, first, most obvious, how is Logan Paul such an idiot? How is he so careless and irresponsible and disrespectful to his audience and to that man that he filmed who had just recently died? It's just, it's sickening and he's so fucking just straight up stupid and so blinded by his his power and his fame that he thinks he can just do whatever he wants. He literally called it like a historic moment of YouTube and it was like, how are you so narcissistic that you're making this about you as if you just walked on the moon? It's like, no, dude, you did something that's so horrifically disrespectful and just like unheard of yeah congrats on being the first person to do it I, I can't believe it um so there's that aspect and then there's obviously how irresponsible it is to post that publicly in general but specifically when you have an audience of millions and millions of kids and young teenagers you know like, nobody should have to see that. Even if you have a little trigger warning at the beginning, what the fuck do you think you're doing posting that kind of content? It's just like, it's absolutely ridiculous. And I'm I'm surprised someone like Logan Paul wouldn't have some kind of management team that would review all of the stuff before he posts it and say, mm, I don't think you should post that. I mean, all the stuff they post is dumb and whatever possibly problematic or just whatever um but the fact that youtube didn't catch it earlier and didn't take it down before it could get millions of views it got six million views before logan himself took it down and it's just like oh my god let's take a mini break i'm gonna pause here drink some tea and then we'll resume And we're back. Um, Excuse or enjoy my transition music. I'm trying out lots of different things to try to make the uh, podcast sound better, slash be more enjoyable, slash uh, more fluid. I don't know. But anyway, um, yes, it's shocking how YouTube can allow these kind of things to happen because we've had so many issues in the past, few years of, you know, videos being demonetized or videos being taken down wrongly while worse content is allowed to remain. And this is an absolute perfect example of that. It's, it's like, I've seen people say, why doesn't YouTube have like a dedicated person to watch Logan Paul's videos or people with that kind of subscriber reach? um, Why don't they all have their videos reviewed immediately? to ensure that they're, you know, fine and follow the terms of service and everything and don't violate anything um, before the millions of subscribers and people who watch, watch it, you know? It's, it's ridiculous. And then at the same time, you know, the outrage of, um, for example, LGBTQ creators being demonetized simply for being on, you know, on that, you know... What am I trying to say? I was gonna say like on that spectrum, <laughs> that spectrum of of gayness. Um, that's not what it's called, and I'm blanking. Just for being LGBTQ plus, they're demonetized or their videos are removed, and it's like, it's 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 so frustrating. And I know that so much of the YouTube community talks about this often, so I'm definitely not the first. Um, and I don't really have much experience firsthand, but I will just sympathize with that outrage because it's just, it's just wrong. And if YouTube is like, you know, they're trying to be more family-friendly or they're trying to be more advertiser-friendly, um, I get that, but why is it possible for creators like Logan and Jake Paul to be making this kind of content? Um, and not have it control better. It's just, it's inexcusable. So anyway, um, on, on the subject of demonetization, I am very lucky. I've only had a few videos demonetized. Um, sometimes I'll upload, like, sometimes on my vlog channel, I'll post something and immediately it's um, demonetized and then I'll have to review it. And then you have to wait for it to f- hit um, its first thousand views and then they'll manually review it. But for my vlog channel that only gets two or three thousand views, um, <laughs> if the first thousand or so views aren't monetized, basically I'm losing all of the monetization on that channel. So occasionally that happens to me on that channel, which is you know frustrating, but it's not the end of the world. Um, on Tiffany Ferg, I haven't had too many issues with demonetizing um, my videos, so that's good. Uh, knock on wood. <laughs> But it's it's absolutely terrible for so many creators to be demonetized wrongly um, just for talking about who they are or talking about sex in any way or, you know, so many of the other reasons that people have been demonetized. Anyway, down with the Paul brothers, dude. It's just like, I don't know. Is it just, is it just an age thing? I feel like they are truly getting worse because I'm trying to think of, you know, the the classic troublemaking, rebellious, in quotes, rebellious teen, like, stars um, of the past and the present. And it's like, of course, they've always been known for being, like, ooh, bad. Like, oh, we're going to do pranks or we're going to, you know, light stuff on fire. (laughs) It's just, like, it's so old and tired, first of all. But it's like... Are Jake and Logan Paul worse than these other stars have been? I think it's just worse that they, like, they have such ridiculous egos about themselves. I mean, it it kind of makes sense because, like, the kind of reach and power that they do have, the influence that they unfortunately hold is huge. And it's like, you know, that's why so many creators are so pained by this because it's like, These platforms have value financial and, you know, in society, you have the potential to make an impact on the people who are watching you. And so when people like Jake Paul and Logan Paul have, you know, such a strong influence over millions and millions of young kids and they're using it, you know, wrongly, a lot of people would say, it's just it's so disappointing. but kids are going to watch what they want to watch, and uh, hopefully parents are careful and try to, like, monitor what their kids watch. I watched Cody Co's video about this whole Logan Paul situation, and he said that. He was like, you know, um, a lot of parents don't, you know, know who their kids are watching. They'll just buy the merch, and they'll take them to live shows and meetups, and, you know, the parents don't know. And, and kids, I don't know. It's hard being a kid, or or really anyone, um, just being a big fan of someone, and you don't, sometimes you can be blinded by, you know, you don't see their wrongdoings, because you're just such a big fan, I don't know, speaking of, I'm like, that reminds me of all of our, you know, celebrity scandals in recent months, but, like, that's the thing, is, like, we need consequences, we need repercussions, so what's gonna happen, what's gonna happen to Logan Paul? So far, I haven't heard of anything coming out of this, other than, obviously, his video was removed, but I think he deleted it himself. Um, and I don't think any stronger action is going to be taken, really, against him or his channel. And it's just like, ugh, shit, you know? What's next? There's <laughs> there's so many, uh, so many things that could come next that are kind of terrifying. But anyway, enough of that. We've talked about it. Again, if you want to check out um, any of the like articles that I've read, I retweeted a particularly good one that I think Anna Russett tweeted first. My Twitter is at Tiffany the Prez. Speaking of, uh, <laughs> why do I still use that email address? Tiffany the Prez is my email address, and it was like the name of my first YouTube channel that I made when I was 11 years old. And sometimes when I'm anywhere and people ask for my email... It's horrifying when someone asks for your email in person and you have to, like, say it and, like, spell it out. Uh, Well, like, when we rented a car, I had to say my email out loud. And I should have just picked one of my, like, adult emails. I have a mature Gmail address that's more professional. um, But (laughs) she asked for my email and I was like, "Um, it's Tiffany, the prez, P-R-E-Z, at AOL.com. And it's just, like... I think with every extra word of that it's like huh what oh what aol they still have those (laughs) whenever i see somebody else with an aol email i'm like you feel me you feel me we are the real ones we've been supporting aol i don't know why uh for this long and i kind of i kind of respect that but also again why do i still have an aol there's no benefit to it i have like thousands and thousands of spam list that I'm on so like most of the emails I get are bullshit but I have to keep checking that email in case important things come through so it's like shit I'm I'm doomed I'm forever married to tiffany the Press at aol.com love that please uh tweet me your embarrassing emails that you still currently use because same very same all right, let's take another let's take another break and we will resume, hopefully with a, a lighter subject. I'm trying to mix it up. I'm trying to have the podcast have waves, you know? I want you to feel at least 5 different emotions throughout this podcast. All right, and we're back. I've got a few more things on my list, and we're going to freaking go through them. First thing, um, I have been feeling very good lately, which is really great because if you've listened to the first couple episodes of this podcast, I wasn't feeling great at one point recently. um, And that was due to like a lot of things. But over break, I was feeling really nice and really refreshed. And I felt the sun uh, for the first time in a while. So I think, you know, that was awesome. It was so nice to be. I mean, obviously back in the warmth, like I expected it to snow on Christmas because it's been snowing at my grandma's house for the past few years and we always have a white Christmas. I talked about it in the last episode, but surprisingly it did not snow. It uh, wasn't that cold. So, uh, it was super nice, but I mean, for that one thing I was like, well, I wanted snow, but uh, I guess, I guess it's fine. And then when we went to California, it was literally so warm Like Nathan and I hadn't even packed like really t-shirts or like shorts, but it was so, so nice. We were like going to the beach in jeans because that was all we brought, which is like soaking up the sun, driving on PCH. Like those are my absolute favorite things to do. Um, And it was really nice. So there were moments where I was like, I feel wonderful. And it's been a minute since I felt this nice. So I was really soaking it up. And um, I was very, very anxious, though, to get back here and get back to work because it does drive me crazy to be, like, off my video schedules and not be posting when I should. So here I am. I'm feeling great, and I'm also moving ahead in some creative and professional pursuits, you guys. Um, I decided that I would try to start pursuing freelance youtube channel social media consulting managing so um a couple of you guys since i've been asking about jobs and like what i could do a couple of people recommended upwork um which is a freelance website so i checked it out and i was like you know what i need to like look at my skills and like use them and it would be so cool to be able to build up experience that i've personally you know found and worked on and completed to put on my resume and, you know, get that kind of stuff going. Because I noticed in the past few months when I've been looking for jobs that a lot of the jobs I looked at on LinkedIn and Craigslist and stuff were, like, social media manager kind of related. And I think, obviously, using my social media experience personally, um, I think it's a job I could be really good at and I'm interested in it. And since I'll be going back to school and most likely be studying communications media, maybe some kind of journalism or marketing, this is the perfect thing to start um, working on, start getting some experience in. So I'm very, very excited about that. I actually, you guys, have already been hired by one channel. So I'll be working to set up a channel and help basically like all channel design and consulting. Um, So that's very exciting. I had, like, business calls. I had business calls in the airport. I had a business call this morning. I felt very, very professional. So I'm really excited about that because it's a big challenge for me because I I haven't worked on anybody else's channel. So I think it's good to be able to have, like, a fresh project and be able to use my knowledge and experience to help somebody else and hopefully grow that channel and create a cool, brand for them. And um, I'm very excited about that. And I think I'm also going to get hired for another YouTube related um, project. So if anybody out there is looking for a YouTube manager or consultant or somebody to help you create content in some way, reach the fuck out to me because I've got a lot of time and I am trying to um, get that experience and get that money. So I'm feeling great. Um, what else, dude? Checking my, my list. Checking it twice, actually. Um, <laughs> okay, I want to tell a little story. I know that, for example, Nathan's mom listens to this. So shouts out, Ruth. <laughs> I have had so many, like, unexpected people tell me that they've been listening to my podcast. And I'm like, oh, no. Um, which is always the case. I forget that people watch my videos, too. Like, people in real life. Um, shouts out to Logan. Logan, if you're listening, it made my day because I went home for like, you know, New Year's Eve and I was hanging out with all my high school friends and Nathan got to meet them and it was wonderful. And, um, yeah, my friend Logan was like, hey, I've been listening to your podcast. I was like, yes, because I don't expect most of my friends to listen. So I'm always like, oh my God, wow, I feel honored. Um, And then Nathan's mom, my mom, mentioned my podcast. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God, that's great. So, you know, I probably should censor what I say, knowing that so many people in my life listen to this and that anyone could listen to this because this is public and this is the internet. But no, instead, I'm just gonna gonna do my thing. And I want to tell a story about a little tradition I have, a Christmas tradition. Wish I hadn't stuttered on that. Every time I stutter, I'm, like, beating myself up mentally. I'm like, you stupid. Um, (laughs) Does anyone else do that? I can't just, like, let it go. I think I'm blushing, you know? Anyway, Christmas tradition at Grandma's house is a little unusual, but it's the tradition of getting too high on Christmas. Um, This year it happened early. It happened on Christmas Eve. Um, So Christmas at my house is really, really funny. Um, A lot of my family uses marijuana so we're smoking a lot there were dabs going on there were edibles um there was a lot of drinking there was always you know drinks being offered bloody mary's at all hours lots of shots of tequila but the thing is i don't smoke often anymore my stoner year was senior year of high school (laughs) and since then i'm just like i don't know it makes me fall asleep so i usually avoid it um And I really don't drink that much. And I definitely don't drink hard liquor very often. So if I'm drinking, I'll drink wine slowly over the course of the day or a couple of beers. But anyway, it is a tradition. Somehow at my grandma's house with all of these people around who are constantly offering to smoke. um, (laughs) uh, We were going on a hike. My whole family was going on a hike. At my grandma's house, it's surrounded by like hills and wilderness and trails. And then it leads down to a creek so we were walking and i was offered a joint a marijuana joint and i took it and i had been saying no this whole time um just i mean every time it was offered no no thanks but for some reason in that moment i was like yeah i can take a little a little hit so i took one hit a little bit of a deep inhale and then i was coughing like a fucking idiot And um, (laughs) we're walking, like, downhill. Like, I have to be careful about how I'm walking because we're walking on rocks and it's, like, kind of steep. So I take that hit and I'm coughing and then I'm fine. And then immediately... I'm regretting my decision because it's taking way more energy to walk down this hill. I'm very carefully like looking at my feet and I'm like, okay, it's fine, it's fine. You're not going to get too high, it's all right. Um, but then I have to start reminding myself that walking is natural and that I can do it even if I'm high. I can walk. And then I got thirsty, of course, it was hot, like it was, it was hot that day um, and very sunny. And I was like, oh my god, I'm thirsty, and now I'm really hungry, I really just want a snack. And here's the thing. Um, This is irrelevant to, like, having the munchies. I sometimes get hungry in a second. Like, I'll go from, like, okay to, like, starving, sweating, feeling like I'm gonna pass out, like, very low blood sugar. I'm not sure what's happening. I should actually... I wish I had, like, testing things to, like, see what my blood sugar is, to see if that's the issue. But anyway, like, I go from 100 to zero real quick in terms of, like, energy and hunger. It's crazy. So, um, yeah, I felt like that all of a sudden. And this was while we were still walking down to the creek. And it's, like, a pretty decent hike um, since it's all so steeply downhill. um, Coming back up takes a while, and it takes a lot of energy. So then I started to get nervous and I'm high, so I'm not telling anyone I'm nervous. We get down to the creek, and um, everybody crosses the creek just by stepping across, like, one rock, and I, in that moment, am like, I cannot do this. I'm gonna fall in the creek. I can't. I can't. I'm just gonna stay on this side, and then everybody else crossed, and they're like, Tiff, come over, and I was like, i was like dude i can't do this i was like i'm just gonna stay over here they're like no come over and i was like i don't want to they're like um we'll help you i was like i don't want to and then i did it nathan did help me he held my hand as i literally made two big steps and crossed the rock and then to the other side um But yeah, then it, then it really hit me and I was like, ah, it was just like a complete head high plus some kind of physical exhaustion. So I was like sweating and feeling like I had no energy and feeling like I was going to pass out. So I was like sitting and like leaning against a rock with my hands on my knees, like bent over, trying to just breathe and chill out. But the whole time I was just thinking about the walk back up to my grandma's house. I was like, I literally am not going to make it. I cannot physically move right now. How am I gonna walk back up this hill ever? It's like, nobody brought snacks. We have a few bottles of water. Will I survive? Not sure. So this whole time, Nathan was like, are you all right? Like, what's up? And I was like, I can't talk. I can't talk. (laughs) And he's like, here, let's go back up. And I was like, no. You don't know the way and like every sentence was like way too much energy like i had to muster everything i had just to be able to like say a few words so i was like oh my god this is fucked um i was like my uncle or somebody is gonna have to bring me back up there because like i don't trust nathan to know the way back uphill it's like how many ways can there be um it was horrible i finally sat down on the ground in the shade and I was like, I finally stopped sweating and I cooled down a little bit and then I felt a little bit better and I was like, I kind of feel like I have to take a nap to make this better. That's the thing. If I get too drunk or too high, my very first line of defense is just sleeping. I'm like, okay, I just have to sleep and then I'll wake up and I'll be fine. Um, (laughs) I was like, I don't think I can sleep down here on the ground on this rock. Um, so Nathan was like, you need to drink water. So I was like forcing myself to drink water. I just hate it. And every time I get too high like that, I'm like, fuck, this is dumb. Why do I do this? And I don't do it often. And especially because I don't smoke often anymore. My tolerance is like nothing. So one hit fucking kills me. And it was, it was very good weed. I got it from, um my aunt's girlfriend who works at a dispensary. She actually runs a dispensary. So it was it was good shit, but too good for me. <laughs> I need some schwap, dude. I need some bad weed. That's the only thing that won't kill me at this point. So it was fucked. I was not enjoying it. I was like, oh my God, I just wanna get back in my grandma's comfy house. I just wanna sleep and eat a snack. So finally I felt okay enough to like get up and walk back. But it was like so much energy and like Nathan was helping me along the way and I was just like, I finally got back to my grandma's house, went straight to the kitchen, ate some snacks and then I, ooh, okay, my uncle's girlfriend brought me vegan cookie dough and I was so excited. So I started to like eat the cookie dough raw, which is a benefit of vegan cookie dough because there's no egg in it so you can't get sick. So I was like eating raw cookie dough and also putting out the cookies on the tray And I was doing a really terrible job of making them, like, round or even close to the same size. But I was like, I don't have the energy to make these good shapes. I just want cookies. Um, And the cookies ended up being really good. So shouts out. It was actually from a place called Nami. Um, If you're from the Phoenix, Arizona area, um, there's a restaurant called Green. New American Kitchen, I think. It's a vegan place. I fucking love it. Um... And they also own a place called Nami, which has, like, desserts and ice cream and stuff, I guess. But it was fucking amazing. And that was, like, the best possible end to my scary Christmas Eve high because I was just like, oh, my God. It took all day, though. It's like, I don't want to be high all day. If I smoke and then I can't do anything, if I can't be productive, if all I want to do is, like, eat and fall asleep, I mean, that's slightly, barely different than my usual state but like even more so like I can't do anything I just don't like that um (laughs) so that was funny because it happened it happened last year too on Christmas did I tell this story I feel like I told this story um on the last podcast about my grandma and it was her birthday she had lots of friends over and I got too high and then I just slept through Christmas so yeah this time I didn't miss Christmas but pretty close, dude. If I had been high for another couple hours, would have missed all the festivities. <laughs> My fucking camera ends every 15 minutes, so I have to keep getting up and stopping it. Okay, we're going to pause here of Christmas Christmas this year was different and I was like kind of not okay with it um the thing is I told all of my holiday traditions in the last episode and Nathan talked about his and we had all these expectations for how Christmas was gonna be and I was like it's gonna be a white Christmas blah 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 we always do these things on Christmas day we don't really do much before then except like a Christmas Eve dinner so this is what it happened this is how it happened in real life Um, because of everybody's different plans, and, like, Christmas is so complicated. We'll talk about that in a second. But because of everyone's different plans, they were coming and leaving all at the same time, like, all the different family members, so we were trying to be accommodating. Um, can I mention, first of all, that I didn't get most of my Christmas presents for everyone until, like, Christmas Eve? Oops. Um, (laughs) I bought my grandma's presents early, um, and then I bought... Some of Nathan's presents early, but, like, everything else was very last minute. And I kind of had, like, vague ideas of what I wanted to get people, but I just I just fucked up. And then all of a sudden, like, Nathan and I went to the Grand Canyon, and we were busy and busy, and then it was Christmas Eve, and I was like, shit, I have to get people presents. Because, here's the thing, people started to open presents, like two days early. It was Christmas Eve Eve. And I was like, mm, excuse me, what's happening? I feel like we should not open presents yet. Not just because I don't have mine yet. Like, I was like, shit, fuck. Everyone's like, no, we're just not going to open any on Christmas today. I was like, huh, what? We're not going to open any on Christmas this year? Um, that's fucked. Because we don't even do the like, let's open one on Christmas Eve. No, we don't do that. So I was like, truly, whose house is this? What is happening here? I am unfamiliar with this. I feel upset. Um, mostly just unprepared. I was like, oh, I get to open presents early? okay, I'm down. So we opened some presents with like my uncle and his girlfriend, and then she went home. And then the next day we opened some more presents. And I was like, dude, it's not Christmas yet. What are we, what are we going to do on Christmas if we do all the Christmas things before Christmas, dude? Even our candy cane hunt we did on Christmas Eve. So I don't even know what we did on Christmas. I don't know. On Christmas Eve, uh, finally went shopping, bought my last few presents, wrapped them quickly. Um, luckily, my grandma shouts out, she has a lot of extra holiday bags. Which, by the way, I hate the, I hate the waste of the holidays, you know? Like, wrapping presents, wrapping paper is all waste. Freaking, like, stuffing paper, whatever you call it, that's wasteful, too. So, I'm like, it's just really overwhelming how much extra waste we generate over the holidays. So, anyway, my grandma saves every bag. And just reuses them every year, which is great. So I got to borrow some of her bags to give her presents to her in, which is great. Um, so anyway, yeah, we did our candy cane hunt on Christmas Eve. And, like, it was all fun. Like, we had a wonderful year. I think this was the best Christmas I've had in a long time. And every year is good. So that was, like, it was top, top. And Nathan was there, and he was getting, like, an authentic picture of what hanging out with my family for the holidays is like. Um, it was fucking it was hilarious and like most of the time everybody was like dabbing downstairs or like taking tequila shots upstairs with my grandpa hilarious um (laughs) my grandma's just being her usual wonderful self and cooking a bunch of delicious food it was it was very pure what did we do on christmas itself everybody had to leave early oh my god we ended up having like three christmases dude so we did our christmas thing with my grandma up at her house and then we drove down to my aunt's house to be able to see my aunts and another grandma and cousins um and then we hung out with them on christmas day for a few hours and then we had to drive like another hour to go to my sister's boyfriend's family christmas party so we had like three christmases in one day And we were so tired, but, like, you know, around the holidays, like, you have to go see everyone, and you don't want to, like, miss out, like, seeing different parts of the family if they're within the distance, whatever. So, yeah, we were so fucking tired. Everybody was kind of hungover from drinking for the past three days, but we just kept trucking, and, like, it ended up being a really great time. Um, seeing everybody and Gio, my sister's boyfriend. His family is awesome. They're so fun. Um, Once again, more drinks, more presents. His sweet mother shouts out Lisa. I don't think you listen to my podcast, but if you do, she knitted all of us scarves, including me and Nathan. I was like, oh my God, you are so precious, dude. She might be my sister's mother-in-law. I'm counting on Heather and Gio to get married. So, you know, we're family. We're all family. (laughs) It was so nice though, dude. But again, it's so stressful to have so many plans around the holidays. That's the thing. Nathan and I have been so tired. Like, okay, when I went to visit his family in England in October, I I felt very like socially worn out because it's like hard for me to like go, 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 meet new people constantly. Like, I like to be able to chill. I like to have, like, alone time or maybe just be alone with him and, like, do our thing where we're just, like, calm and watch movies and stuff. So it's hard to, like, meet people and constantly be, like, big and energized and, you know. Um, So Nathan experienced that. He met so much of my family and so many of my friends. I kind of felt bad. He met, like, my whole dad's side of the family. Um, He met my sister and Gio And then he met my parents for the first time. He met my brothers. And then he met, like, all 15 of my best friends from high school in, like, two weeks. I was like, oh, my God, you poor soul. You must be so tired. He was such a trooper, dude. Shouts out, Nathan. The whole fam loves you. My friends love you. It's all working out. Um, But, yeah, it's, like, it's so busy around the holidays. And it's so hard to, like make plans work because everyone is as busy as you are. So trying to make things line up with everyone is so difficult, but so fun. I had I had such a good year, and we had a really good New Year's, um, aside from paying $55 for a ride back to our Airbnb. Most of my friends were sleeping over at McKenna's house, um, but we had an Airbnb, so we we're like, oh, we already paid for it, we're gonna go back, not sleep on the floor. We would like to sleep in the bed that we are paying a lot of money for. Um, so we got, like, a $20 Lyft ride to her house. This was, like, Venice to Hollywood, if anyone knows. Um, and then going back, we knew that it would be surging, because New Year's Eve, obviously, everyone needs a ride somewhere. Um, and we tried to go back at, like, 1 a.m., and some of the rates were at, like, $90. I was like, I'm not paying $100 to get home tonight. Finally, we found a Lyft, like, a shared Lyft that was, like... 55 and we're like you know what jump on it let's go so we get in the lift and um <laughs> immediately we pick up this super fucking drunk couple and so it's like us the other couple and the driver the guy's puking out the door the whole time like she has to keep pulling over for him to like spit and like throw up a little bit more the girl in the back seat i'm sorry but she was horrendous oh my god She was, like, so annoying. (laughs) And I try not to talk shit on people, especially not strangers. And I know people can be more annoying or not the best version of themselves when they're blackout drunk. But she was, like, she was, like, extra, dude. Like, she had her phone in her hand. She's like, where's my phone? We lost it. Where's my purse? Right next to you. Where are my shoes? In your lap. Um... And she was just like incoherent, you know. I was just, like, "Shit, dude! Like, I don't want to be that drunk. I never want to be that drunk. And I don't want to be around people if I'm ever that drunk, you know." Um, but it was like, it was like a 40-minute ride. So we're like, just trying to handle it, and like, we're like, "Okay, soon we're gonna be, we're gonna be back at our Airbnb. We're gonna be able to like wash our faces, brush our teeth, and go to bed, like the responsible adults on New Year's Eve that we are." <laughs> It's so funny. I just I don't know, I don't have the energy to go out. So like when I see people who are like around my age, young to mid 20s, like partying all night, like staying up literally till the sun rises, going bar hopping, I'm just like, "How do you have energy? Or is it literally just cocaine?" Like I I don't know how people do it. Also, how do you drink like anything? I I just drink like two or three beers and I'm done. But anyway, that's just me. (laughs) It was really, really entertaining. We had a good time. Um, And then the next day, January 1st, Nathan and I went to Universal Studios Hollywood. We had been considering it because I was trying to make his, like, California trip complete. Like, we saw the Hollywood sign. That was super crowded. We went to the observatory, and that was very crowded. And then it was foggy. We went to the observatory to see the views of L.A., and it was foggy. You couldn't see shit. <laughs> oh, God, that was funny. But we went to Universal because we were considering Disneyland. I haven't been to Disneyland in, like, five years because um, it's expensive as hell. Disneyland tickets are, like, $120, I think. Um, and it's peak time. So I was like, oh, my God, I'm not going to Disney during the holidays. It's going to be so busy. But we decided to go to Universal on the 1st, which was a Monday, and... Um, And we paid like $100 for tickets and we're like, you know, let's just do it. It'll be fun. I haven't been. You haven't been. It'll be great. And it was great. It really wasn't that crowded, um, which was very pleasant. And the weather was really nice. It like it was like warm, but like not hot. And you know, we didn't have to wait too long for any of the rides. Maybe our longest wait was like 25 minutes. But dude, I had so much fun at Universal. Like, what the fuck? Why has nobody told me how fun it is? the Harry Potter world, the, oh my god, the the Harry Potter, like, 4D experience was, like, the most fun I've ever had on a ride, and I was like, this is mind-blowing, this is the future of rides and amusement parks, dude, um, so anyway, like, Universal has all of these, like, like, 3D, 4D experiences. Like, they have a studio tour that literally is, like, an hour long and they drive you around the lots and, like, it's super cool. And um, then they have these things where, like, you'll drive into, like, a tunnel and you're surrounded by screens and you have 3d glasses and it's like shaking the trolley thing and like it's so much fun, dude. It's fucking cool. And they'll like spray like hot air on you or like smells or like little water droplets and make it feel like a dinosaur just spit on you. It's so fun. I'm hype about it, dude. And um so yeah, we we were at Universal and Harry Potter world was so cool and the Harry Potter, I forgot what the ride is called. But it's like you walk through some cool like Hogwartsiness, and you see like the moving portraits and all kinds of other shit. And I was like geeking out. I was like, dude, I need to reread Harry Potter right now. I need to rewatch all the movies. I love this shit. Um, and then the ride, you like sit in these rows, kind of similar to Soaring Over California for those of you who have gone to California Adventure. Um, that was like one of my favorite rides too. So, you sit in the seat, and then you're, like, swinging around and flying, and you're following Harry and the gang, and you're, like, riding a broomstick and playing fucking Quidditch, and, like, and (laughs) these sound effects. (laughs) And and it's just so cool. It's 4D, and it's, like, it's so much fun. I want to go back immediately. So fun. Dude, that was a good day. It was definitely worth it. Like, I'm not going to, like, rush to go back, but it was really cool. And then in terms of, like, all of the, like, you know, like, you're in Hogsmeade and you can drink butterbeer, I'm, I'm surprised. We didn't buy any butterbeer. Um, I'm not sure if it's vegan, but I just, like, wasn't in the mood at that moment. Um, but the freaking Harry Potter robes that they sell are, like, $115. I was like, damn, because you see kids walking around and adults. You see everybody walking around in Harry Potter robes all over Universal, Um It's just fascinating. I'm like, dude, you guys are balling out. Like, imagine being a parent and bringing your family of four to Universal and paying like so much money. I don't know. People spend a lot of money on vacations, but it's cool. You know, you can get the like wands and you can get the freaking the little frog. I'm forgetting all my Harry Potter knowledge. Last time I read it was probably like seventh or eighth grade. but I miss it, dude. I'm gonna I think I think the next uh, movie marathon Nathan and I are gonna have is uh, Harry Potter Marathon because I fucking love it. It was magical and I had a great time. Um, I'm gonna end this podcast on a high note because I'm also running out of breath because I've been so excited and speaking as fast as I can to tell you about Harry Potter World at Universal Studios Hollywood. So, if you guys listen to this whole thing, I really appreciate it. Please tweet me. You can follow Previously Gifted at Gifted on Twitter. But uh, hit me up on Instagram or something or Snapchat and let me know if you listen to this because it really makes me happy that you guys are listening. And, um... Stay tuned for the next episode. Again, if you want access to bonus episodes and other perks, you can be a patron on my patreon.com slash previously gifted. I'm going to go. Okay, thanks. Bye.